All right, here we are with another episode of uh, our ongoing serial episodic series. Is that right? No, no, yes, no, 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 episodically modular. Excuse me, pardon, pardon moi. You know, there's a bit of seriality like uh, mixed in there, though, yeah, just because we're getting towards the end of the season. But you could listen to these in order. Really, it's made to be modular, serially modular and episodic. Uh, and also paradox, paradoxical, and maybe a little, you know, hypocritical or whatever you want to say. Uh, but what is it if you're new and your first time here? You say, well, lay it on me, lay it on me, because, uh, and I'd say, what, are you Baloo, the bear? Or, uh, oh, no, the um, Louie? Oh, because I will lay it on you, because you, uh, it is a, a story, Big Farm in the Sky P.I., Season 2. Just like season one covers the adventures of Simon, G, G-E-E, and D-K, capital D, capital K. Uh, three PIs or mystery solvers, much like the great kid detectives, as opposed to the uh, very hyped uh, adult detectives. The great kid detectives of the world, including the ones I'm not familiar with, uh, uh, across the globe. If you have a favorite kid detective too, hit me up uh, online at Dear Scooter or on Twitter or Instagram. Honestly, I may re- like I, I I do better with tween and tween fiction and kids fiction anyway. So maybe I could check out some good. Now that the season's wrapping up, I won't have to worry about it. Uh, like when you're hearing this, I'll already be done, so then it won't mess up my plot lines. Uh, but just like the great kid detectives are solving cases, the main difference was, or is, uh, that Simon, and is as, and was as apropos here, like Simon was uh, G's uncle in Earth, in the earthly realm that we live in. Except for those of you that are listening beyond the earthly realm. What up? How's it, how's it going? Oh, you really need a distraction, I bet. Uh, I didn't know you could tune into podcasts uh, down there. That's great. I mean, it gives you for sure. Oh, oh, you're being forced to listen to this podcast. Interesting. You know, I'm in the middle of a setup for the uh, story, so I got to go. Oh, do, yeah, you decide. Uh, you know, I, I could I could come visit you maybe. Okay, I don't know if anybody's going to trace that podcast to come back to me. But, uh, oh, so they live in the earthly. So, so G and DK are twins. They live in the earthly realm. Simon was G's uncle, or still is, uh, but Simon transitioned from an earthly life as a human to uh, the, the uh, what do they say, the keck was chashed. That's exactly what they say, and Simon's keck got chashed, and uh, Simon went from the earthly realm to, to another realm uh, of existence, this one called the Big Farm in the Sky. Uh, not, not the big farm, not below, not above, and not in between. Its own realm. A full-featured realm, too. Uh, like, uh, where Simon went to exist in another stage, another, uh, phase or season of life, uh, I guess, depending on how you define life, if you want to get technical. Like, no more, no longer mammalian human life, uh. So Simon was living in the big farm in the sky, and one of the perks of Big Farm and Sky Living is you can get a fresh start. So Simon started becoming a, a PI up there, solving mysteries. 
uh, with the help of G and DK, because Simon stayed in touch with them via, like, via, um, uh, what do you call it, vapor action, we'll say, for this one. Simon was one of the few, not everyone that goes to the big farm, almost no one that goes to the big farm uh, can visit Earth uh, as a vapor. Uh, but Simon can, and full-featured, so he could go, he could talk to G and DK. And in season two, Simon, so in season one, Simon would get help from G and DK. In season two, G and DK are running their own business, solving mysteries, and Simon's kind of helping them. A little bit more like a sidekick than an actual helper, no offense, Simon, but or you could say narrator. And basically what happened was, so G and GK were already good students. They made a proposal at their school. What if we do independent study, go live with GK's Aunt Penny in the towns, which is the largest retirement community in Florida or the world, maybe, and uh, help, and it's with an E, T-O-W-N-E-S, the towns, uh, in one of those, I think with a serif would be what well, the font would definitely have some stuff on it. But they went to live there. Was it? Would it be? I don't know if it would be a gothic. I'm not a real font expert, so please don't put me on the spot. Uh, especially those poor beings in that other phase of existence, they don't want to hear me prattling on about fonts that I know nothing about. Uh, but so, where was I? I don't know. Oh, oh so oh, Simon's helping them solve cases. Oh, they proposed their school. We're going to go start our own business, uh, a problem-solving business, kind of like PI, but more broad in general in the largest community, retirement community, and that'll be our semester study. And lo and behold, the school went for it. One piece of advice for anyone thinking about doing this is make sure your school... Make sure you know the rules in the state you're in and the other rules so that your school gets attendance credit because in the end, <laughs> that may be what's important to them. If we're using this example, that's how they said, well, you'll still get a credit for us being at school full time. So there's that. Don't worry. The state of Florida, we, you know, is not getting our attendance credits. So also the teachers wanted them to flourish, and they said, well, this is such a great opportunity. We'll help you navigate this, uh, you know, the other things. Uh, so just good news all around. And so that's what's been going on this season is they've been down there solving cases. Uh, and I think that kind of catches you up. Like each episode kind of starts with its own case most of the time. Some, t- some episodes have been two-parters, but they're kind of two-parters in a way. You could, you know... You could listen to them more or less in any order. And also, waiting patiently, we do have a celebrity um, introducer, announcer, I guess. uh, And uh, we should talk about kind. We just spent uh, like uh, 14 hours plus in the car together. Went went to a movie while we waited for traffic uh, to go down. Uh, Mr. Antonio Banderas, everybody. Uh, thank you. The so, so ladies, the so gentlemen, the so boys, the so girls, the so friends beyond the binary. It's time for a big farm in the sky. Let's crack this case. Yeah. And oh, yes, my friend, it was nice uh, going to the movie with you. I won't say what movie because uh, it's bedtime. 
but it was uh, good. We went in uh, Valencia to a movie. Never been to a movie there. It was good. Easy to park. You did good. And it was good to spend all that time with you. Uh, also, we stayed in Motel 6, which was new for me. Okay, yeah, you probably, like, let's not get too many details out there, Antonio. Uh, but, yeah, we did. We, we were roomies, right? Uh, yes, it was. Uh, we were roommates. Yeah, so we shared a room. Believe that or believe it or not, uh, probably not. But uh, uh, so thank you. Thanks. If you could go um, lie in my bed and just listen to me record and not move even the blankets. uh because while you might think blankets are soft and they don't make a sound when you're uh, amplifying the mic, they actually do. Uh, but you know, most movie people, have, movies have sound people, so probably a, a famous actor would not have. You know, you learn, my friend, you learn something new every day. Blankets are noisy. Yeah. Thanks, that's Antonio Banderas, everybody. This is Big Farm in the Sky, PI. Uh, hey, Diana, Simon here. Uh, I wanted to check in and say hello. Well, hello, Diane. It's Simon here. And uh, right now when you hear me, Diane, I'm back. I'm in fan, It's a Phantom Minnow, actually, not just Simon, which will take some explaining and uh, probably recap things as I remember them. Uh, but I started here in the big farm, Diane, and that's where I'm coming to you from is the big farm. And it looks like I should have recorded a little bit better, but I'll do that uh, just like I was recording. You know, I recorded most of the things in my mind. Uh, and it looks like I'll probably be here in the big farm for a while, because when I say I'm Simon and the Phantom Minnow, uh, things have kind of changed a bit. Like, I'm kind of in that situation. I don't know if you have a computer, Diane, and you know that spinning wheel. Or when something say the things used to buffer, they don't buffer as much anymore, but they still can. You know, if you're watching something on YouTube or, or something, or, or music, you're streaming. Sometimes something can buffer, and I'm kind of like in a bu- buffering. Also, that's a podcast. I think uh, the McElroys, uh, 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 Sydney is involved in still buffering. But, oh no, you someone's saying no. I'm uh, that's not not a. It's a podcast about Buffy? Okay, well, that's not about buffering, and then I guess Diane. So, yeah, so I could, I, I guess I don't have a lot of details, so I, could, I know how I got here. Uh, oh, one more analogy, maybe, to help you understand, Diane. Here, here's the thing, like, I mean, I'm mostly fan of minimal mode, even though, I, you know, like, kind of like if a superhero, like, here's the thing. Well, okay, there's Dr. Manhattan. I don't know if Dr. Manhattan's technically a being or a superhero. Uh, is it Dr. Manhattan, Diane? Okay, you don't know. Uh, but, like, if the superhero was always the superhero. I'm trying to think of any, like, uh, there's the the dude that was, like, uh, he worked with Tony Stark. Then he, like, he was, uh, like, uh, also the the AI and then he was a being. Was that was was? Did I follow that plot correctly, Diane? Oh, but yeah, he, he, I think he was able to change into human mode too. But if if a, a superhero, a Black Widow, she's always in. Well, she's also Natasha though, so that's not true either. Um, Pepper, she's a he- heroine, but I don't think she has superpowers. Uh, speaking of Pepper, there's a Pepper in this story, a different one, though. And 
Okay, so Diane, like, just like if a superhero was always in their superhero mode, that's what I kind of got stuck in. I can't go back to my alter ego, uh, Simon. Also, I'm here in the big farm. Um, but we, we could get to those things. It's uh, like, uh, so I'm just in the big farm. I haven't figured out. Uh, I'm having some issues with getting uh, connecting to the earthly realm. Uh, but just like G and DK, this will help me maybe th- help me think things out at least. Uh, uh, let me tell you how I got here. Okay, where, that, where it all started, correct? Uh, starts with a, a bir- birds, a pretty birds, uh, as uh, someone once said, uh, in a boardwalk. Uh, it sounds very romantic. There's a romance to to birding, and not to, not a like a platonic romance, I think. And it really starts on a boardwalk over a swamp or through a swamp uh, or a watershed. I don't know if a watershed and a swamp are the same thing. And this was one of Aunt Penny's favorite places to visit, Corkscrew Springs, Diane. Uh, just on the edge of the towns, just outside of it, not actually part of the towns, but paid for uh, as part of their, like, when, when the, the agreements they came up with and, pro, you know, protected the uh, land. Uh, I think one of the societies also helps run it. Uh, maybe one of the birding societies. Uh, and it's lo- this lovely natural area. It's a swamp. It's also a forest. Uh, it's also got a brush. Uh, or uh, It has open water. But it has a lot of water with trees in it, and it's full of birds and other forest friends, uh, trees, waterfowl, logs, uh, raptors, uh, flowers, uh, f- 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 feather, feathered friends, p- plumage, uh, forest friends, uh, buzzing friends. And it's really nice here, and the boardwalks are nice. There's different, like, nature walks, I think they call them. And there's benches in different places. There's shade. There's places with sunlight. Uh, there's places with covering. You could probably bring a snack. I don't know what the rule. You know, I don't really snack. Uh, oh, but we did have snacks. Yeah, we did have lunch. I mean, I didn't. Uh, and uh, you could bird watch. Like bird watching is the big thing here. And so, I mean, the main thing is why wouldn't this be one of Aunt Penny's favorite places to go? She likes birds. And there's a lot of birds here. And then G and DK kind of needed a little bit of a hobby. Uh, Aunt Penny's wise, uh, maybe wiser than I am. And so she said, uh, like, uh, this is a soothing thing going bird watching and and just walking, listening, bird listening. And so not that long ago, G and DK and Aunt Penny and, and I, you know, Aunt Penny's not familiar with me, but uh, we started going on these bird walks, uh, or uh, what do you call it? It's not a leaf peeping. I don't think it's bird peeping because that would sound, uh, but birding. And uh, but they like uh, there was a whole different, there's a bunch of different clubs uh, but one thing that's interesting about our friends at G and DK is they don't really, uh, they started to kind of find, now they're, they're young and sometimes people say, oh, these youngsters, they can't, you know, they're always on their screens. Oh no, you know, those things. Uh, and I know, I mean, at G and DK, they do have uh, devices and uh, 
But I think there are a lot of times, also, they're very competitive. So they like having fun. I think they like something a little more contextual. Or I don't know if they just didn't appreciate They appreciated the appreciation of the birds. They liked the birds. They liked the boardwalks. And they wanted something just more engaging. They wanted more. So they kind of came up with the idea of gamifying bird spotting. I guess that's what, maybe that's what they call bird spotting. And I'm sure they're not the first people to do this, uh, but it really helped engage them, much like uh, the business helped engage them in running a business by doing it. Uh, uh, they started to kind of start to work with because there's a visitor center here. And uh, so they started to work with the people at the visitor center and look at the traditional population of birds in in Corkscrew Springs uh, and migration patterns in time, this time of year, other times of year. And they put it into a spreadsheet or something, and then they started to come up with a point system based on the likelihood of seeing particular birds and, like, density and all that stuff. Uh, and that was kind of the first stage was like, okay, if you see this bird, like a hen-speckled uh, pecker bird, it, that's not rare. So you say, okay, it's one point. Uh, and then they say, oh, a golden, a golden-eared uh, finch. Uh, well, that one's fairly rare, 20 points. Uh, and it was kind of a game. And then they kind of added, uh, you know, they'd say, okay, you could take a picture of it or, you know, we could go on. They, they were just always testing out uh, on these bird walks. Uh, then they kind of added in other things like uh, extra games, like looking for particular things like, oh, it, it, does it have an, this co- fine birds with this color? Like anybody that can take 20 pictures of birds uh, that have like you could call it says something on them that's like burnt, burnt sienna uh, or, uh, you know, green plumage. uh or ones that were more for voting, for fun, where they would do a lot of giggling, like uh, most uh, collection of birds that look like celebrities. You also had to have pictures of the celebrity, though. Or uh, uh, Fabulous Finch Day, Only Finches. uh, And they really had fun with it. Then they tried to do bird calls, recording, because some of Aunt Penny's friends were into it, too. Uh, the recording of the audio, though, didn't go good because it, they said, okay, it's really hard to record on your phone. It's a lot more steps than just taking a picture. Uh, but they did, you know, happily. Like, they're, they're at that stage of friendship where they do a lot of laughing. It, everything's funny to them. And I think plus this is just a fresh, relaxing distraction. So, like, I don't know. And they, they you know, they weren't saying, you know, it's supposed to be a little bit quiet in the swamp. So they were laughing, but... Uh, you know, if you're in the car with them, they're singing the whole time. Yeah, but I really feel like they learned a lot, and they were like, maybe we could build an app based on this. Is it, what are the, how are the UIs and the apps that already exist? Uh, and they started to kind of try to figure out more and more, like, would anybody, Aunt Penny's friends, be into this? Uh, how's the point system? Is it fair? Doing testing, just like these A-B testing they do with me. Yeah, but the whole time, like, a lot of people said, oh, do you have, is there any parrots on the list? And they said, well, there's, like, they they, they said, yeah, basically, this is where the parrots are. There's actually, you know, and they said, well, to be honest, there's not just one kind of parrot. Uh, But they said, oh, no, no, Pepper the parrot. Uh, 
And so there's this legend about Pepper the parrot uh, here in the Corkscrew Springs, this legendary parrot that lived here. Uh, There's mostly heard, everybody would say. And Gene DeKay said, well, when can we see it? And at first, when they heard about it, it was on the section of the boardwalk called Moss Lane, a loop, actually, into an area with some mossy trees and different kinds of moss, even the moss that, like, hangs off the trees. But uh, it, uh, they, uh, that part of the boardwalk was under repair uh, when they first started, but they were just finishing up the repairs. So, so G&TK were like, we want to go find Pepper. And so really the timing was great because uh, they they did reopen that part uh, not that long after. And uh, th- that was a really forested section of uh, the springs or the swamp. Uh, and they kind of asked the st- staff and they said, oh, yeah, Pepper's in there. Won't, uh, Pepper won't stop saying uh uh, hello, hello, Pepper, Pepper. And they said, you know, we, uh, they said, what, well, it's just a pet that got away. Why do you care? And they said, well, we're going to add it to the list. They said, where's, what does Pepper look like? And they said, probably green, like most parrots. They don't, don't like, and then they said, uh, no one had really could give them a clear answer of what Pepper looked like. And G and DK did research to say, okay, likely Pepper would be green. Uh, for the amount of volume and talking pepper. they I don't know. I didn't pay attention. They are talking about species of parrots and birds. Yeah, but they said, okay, well, it would be hard to swipe because it is green, a similar green to the sun shining on the underside of leaves. Uh, but everyone they asked, no one, everyone had heard pepper, but no one had seen it. So they gave pepper... Like, Pepper became, like, this big points. Like, if you got Pepper, you got a 1,000 points, which would win. Yeah, but it also, like, made a G&DK very, very curious to find, we're going to find Pepper, uh, we're going to be the first people, and we want to see Pepper. So it was a lot of hype and build-up at first. Like, uh, they were really excited for the boardwalk to open. They were doing a lot of questioning of the workers. And then finally, it was this 1.2-mile loop, uh, that finally reopened Moss Lane, and Gene DK were very excited. They had the binoculars uh, and their hats and their camera or their phones or whatever uh, devices. Uh, and the first day, the trail, the boardwalk, uh, the nature walk was open. They went out there. And they took it slow, and then it wasn't until they were, like, in the middle of the loop, like, uh, were looped back around deep in this mossy forest, which you'd say, okay, not only do you have the tree leaves, you also have green moss, which is a parrot-like color. And then, some, you know, some people get toucans and macaws, and those are things I get mixed up. Uh, So I had to be correct. I said, isn't it turquoise or red? And they said, no, 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 those are macaws. Maybe. I don't even know, Diane. I'm remiss. Uh, but finally, they thought they heard some squawking. It was in the shady spot, a uh, really nice part of the boardwalk. Uh, and uh, then they heard, uh, hello, Pepper. Hello, Pepper. And they would say hello back, and then Pepper would and they'd say hello, Pepper. And then Pepper would say hello back. And then finally, Pepper said, Pepper wants a cracker. Pepper wants a cracker. 
I think maybe one of them said Polly wants a cracker, which is a common thing with those uh, birds. But then Pepper said that back. Uh, but while one of them was, you know, they they couldn't see Pepper. They kept looking and listening, but it seemed like Pepper was just up in the trees where they couldn't see. And so they were frustrated. And then they went to the bird, bird uh, thing and they said, well, what if Pepper is a pet? Uh, could we, like, bring some uh, crackers or some bird seed or some suet tomorrow? Uh, pair of food. We'll go to a pet store and see. You know, make sure things on the up and up. Uh, and the, the 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 staff said, I think it'll be okay. Don't feed any you know other birds. Uh, and actually, that section of the woods just happens to be because of the amount of shade it had. And I think just that uh, Pepper get get got on all the other birds' nerves uh, that there wasn't a lot of birds there. And the staff knew that, so they said, "Okay, yeah, you could probably try to feed Pepper. You know, don't it's but but don't you know just to see." And uh, so th- that's what they did. And now it turns out, it, like it took a lot of driving to get to a bird, like a stu- they had to go to actually a rural king to get the bird stuff because uh, there's not a lot of pet shops. Uh, but R- rural king had plenty of bird stuff there. And they checked on the internet to say, okay, this is what parrots would eat. Uh, and so they loaded everything up. They got the sunscreen. They got some water. And they had it out for a day. of, uh, And they had cheese and crackers also for their, their snack. Uh, but they had also checked, like, what crackers could you give a, a wild parrot or a parrot that had... Uh, I don't know if a parrot... I don't think parrots go feral, but return to the wild, possibly return to the wild parrot or self-taught parrot. Uh, and so they went out there, and at first they just put the suet or the bird seat thing out. Uh, I don't know if that's what you call it. That's just what I call it. Uh, that might be something different. But, you know, like a big block of bird seat stuck to other, you know, tasty bird stuff. Uh and they sprinkled some seeds and stuff. They crackered a couple of crackers. Uh, and, it, and maybe Pepper gets up late because then Pepper, then finally Pepper said, hello, hello, and then hello. And then so they started talking back, hello, hello, Pepper. Uh, and then uh, they let Pepper talk. And then they said, Pepper wants a cracker. And then they were like, uh, gee, watch a cracker. And they were kind of eating the crackers. Uh, and Pepper was talking to them like they're just those things, but not coming to get any crackers or food. But Pepper didn't come. And it did sound a few times like Pepper was a little closer, uh, uh, but they, they, Pepper didn't come. And uh, they, but they had prepared for the whole day. You know, G and DK, they, they're professionals. Uh, and uh, so they had uh, sat there for a while, and they said, okay, this isn't going to work. Uh, and uh, they started kind of brainstorming with one another, saying, Pepper wants a Polly wants a cracker. Uh, like, they said, what other things? Uh, and for some reason, uh, G said, pieces of eight. Uh, and uh, pieces of eight, I think because they were pretending like uh, they, they were flipping, they were so bored, they were flipping crackers like... Uh, they're playing some flipping cracker game, and uh, but they were also like they were thinking while they were playing the game. And then Pepper said, "Pieces of eight, oi, pieces of eight. And they said, "Wait a second, Pepper can say more." Or then they said, "Can Pepper say more?" And uh, Pepper didn't. Pepper said, "Hello, 
Pepper, Pepper, Pepper wants a cracker. And they said, pieces of eight. And then Pepper said, pieces of eight. And then uh, uh, DK said, oh, I used to say, instead of ahoy mateys, I used to say, oi, my keys. Uh, I thought that's what, when I was a kid, I thought it was, oi, my keys. Like uh, my grandfather left the house without his keys. And so they said, oi, my keys, uh, oi, my keys. And then uh, Pepper said, ahoy, mateys, ahoy, mateys. Steady as she goes. And then they they looked at one another. So Pepper, so they started talking. Yes, they said, steady as she goes. Uh, and then Pepper said, mum's the word. Mum's the word. And then uh, they said, pieces of eight. And Pepper said, pieces of eight, shiver me timbers. Uh, and uh, they said, okay. And then Pepper said, ahoy there. And they said, ahoy, mateys. Uh, and then Pepper would say, steady as she goes, and mum's the word. And uh, then they said, ahoy there, uh, mateys. And then Pepper said, there she blows, uh, there she blows. Uh, and Pepper also said, uh, big farmers tell no tales. Uh, so they started to get a lot of more ling- language out of Pepper. Uh, but they still didn't see Pepper. Uh, they just looked and listened and looked and talked. Uh, and uh, then they went home. It was time to go home uh, and uh, full of crackers. Uh, and they said, good night, Pepper. And actually, Pepper said, good night, Pepper. Uh, uh, but Pepper didn't come. So they went home and they said, well, okay, what went wrong? Like, what, like, uh, and they said, well, Pepper talks like a pirate. Uh, maybe at first they were like, maybe Pepper's uh, like a pirate. Uh, and they said, okay, well, maybe we should dress like pirates then. We'll talk like pirates. We'll dress like pirates. And we'll have a pirate day. And then, like, so they did that. And, oh, boy, was it fun. And talk, you know, and then everybody said, what are you two, what are these get-ups? And they said, ah, shiver me timbers. Uh, these aren't any get-ups. We're, on, we're looking for our me bird pepper, uh, you know, they, they were really good. And again, they would do a lot of laughing too. So it was very nice to see them laughing. And they, so they went out on the boardwalk, you know, 0.6 miles. Uh, and they had their water, their sunscreen, some snacks for the day. And they went out and they talked to Pepper. Pepper talked back. Uh, and they said, okay, we just got to build some rapport. But then they quickly realized, oh, wait a second, this isn't just pirates, uh, there was something about it that they realized it was just that ride at the Disney World, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, because they kept saying, Oi, my keys. And then Pepper would say, Ahoy, mateys. Uh, and then uh, DK said, I think I also would say Pirates of the Caribbean, Carabiner, because they thought they had, it was Pirates with a Carabiner, not Caribbean. And that joke led them to realize, uh, Maybe this wasn't a real pirate parrot. Uh, maybe Pepper, like, watched those movies or something. So then they started enacting the movies and the ride. And they even, they were buckled. They said, we're going to buckle some swashes uh, and much more. They, they just had a great time. And then anytime they did something like it was on the ride and not the movie, they felt like they could hear Pepper. They could hear the branches and and Pepper responding, you know, shiver me timbers, pieces of eight, uh, getting closer and closer. And even one of them had like a spyglass instead of binoculars. But no matter what, uh, 
they couldn't see Pepper, and Pepper was getting cool. They could hear Pepper, and they were also they were trying to make the most of it, and I was there helping. But it was also very frustrating because he said, Pepper's close. How can the three of us not spot Pepper? And then they even figured out, where's Pepper? They said, where's Pepper? Uh, uh, there she blows, you know. And then Pepper actually responded and was trying to help them in saying, uh, look, starboard, mateys. Uh, look a little to port. And, and then they said, uh, where's Pepper? And then Pepper would say it. Uh, uh, and, and then, like, it, it, like uh, they'd say a little bit more port, a little bit more starboard. And uh, they would say, then Pepper would say, there's Pepper, there she blows. Uh, but they didn't see Pepper. And again, they said, what in the heck? And it was like they were trying, like, then Pepper would move naturally. And then they'd find Pepper again. I think Pepper thought it was a game. But it was like a hide-and-seek where you couldn't find the person at all. And eventually they said, this isn't possibly, this isn't possible that's happening with all three of us. Uh, it's a mystery. And then they said, but we got to go home now because it was the end of the day. The park was closing. And they said, see you tomorrow. Good night, Pepper. See you tomorrow. Good night, Pepper. And as they went home, they said, well, what could they said, we, Simon, I think tomorrow you need to go into big farm or a uh, phantom minnow mode. And I said, why? And they said, well, okay. So we have a bird that's talking like it's from the ride Pirates of the Caribbean. And they said, think about it. Uh, one of the great legends of these Disney rides is that people sneak in uh, recent big farm residents uh, and uh, spread dust to dust around the ride. And they're not supposed to, but people still do. And I didn't get it at first. And then they explained it to me. Till I under- and I said, oh, so you're seeing... Pepper could be a post-earthly resident uh, uh, stuck in parrot mode. And they said, yeah, maybe Pepper spent so much time in the ride. Uh, and so we went back the next day, and I changed into phantom minnow mode. And so I kind of looked like a minnow, but I mean, we were still dressed like pirates, too. Or I wasn't, but, I, you know, I could make myself like a... But when I was a phantom minnow, it was kind of like a bird a minnow bird, because it can float anyway. I mean, it can float when I'm in a human mode, too, or looking like a human, Simon, Uncle Simon mode. But so I changed into the phantom minnow, and immediately, I guess, I didn't really totally realize this, and maybe I'd forgotten that it kind of changed to how I view the world. And we'd already been luring Pepper closer, and then, boom, I could see, because they said, there she blows, uh, and I looked where DK was looking, and there was Pepper, a uh, ph you know, a, a parrot and a um, ph you know, P-H-O-T-M or whatever. And uh, we said, okay. And then we kind of talked. I said, okay, I see Pepper. And they said, what do you, and they said, Pepper. And then I kind of got closer to Pepper, and Pepper didn't kind of, uh, and I still had, I made sure I looked like a pirate, too, to maintain trust and rapport. And then I kind of breathed slowly as it got close to Pepper. Not so much for trust, but to kind of help Pepper relax and center uh, the bird. And then I said, Pepper, are you lost? Uh, and he said, follow me. And then Pepper eventually did. And then even Pepper ate a couple of crackers, even though it wasn't actual consumption when we consume things. Uh, 
and sat there. Is I sat there on the like the hand, like the handrail of the boardwalk, and G and D K sat in their portable chairs, and I said, uh, uh, I thought uh, we just kind of talked it out with Pepper, like, oh, maybe Pepper. Uh, was uh, once a person, like, you know, the whole thing, and then Dust, and then uh, in Pirates of the Caribbean, and maybe it's a time, and it, I don't think Pepper totally got it, but we were more saying it in a soothing way, and then we said, maybe we still need, and I said, a vast, uh, it is I, the, and I, I said yes to the whole thing, GDK taught me this, uh, and I said, a vast, it is I, the Phantom Minnow, and I'm setting sail for Treasure Island in the morn, uh, and I'm looking for one brave pair to be at me side. And uh, I said, and then GNDK said, well, we got to go back to school in a couple of weeks, and also we're probably not as brave as a pair it would be. Uh, and Pepper kind of looked at them, and we started to we started to see in Pepper's eyes uh, an understanding. I mean, maybe Pepper didn't get the subtext understanding, but said to Pepper said, Pepper can. And I said, Pepper, will you follow me uh, and accompany me to Treasure Island? Treasure and adventure await us both. Uh, our, you know, oi, my mate, oi, my keys, you know. And uh, so then uh, they said, maybe you should set out tonight uh, for the moon is full. And, you know, that's what GNDK said, you know, get going. So I said, okay. And they said, huh, I'm never, uh, this will be interesting. Because uh, I don't even, and I said, maybe say yes again and just trust. So I said, yeah, let's set sail, Pepper. Uh, climb on the back of the, me ship, the Phantom Minnow. And I tried to make my Phantom Minnow-ness look like, uh, and I look really good in the moon because I'm already like a, uh, so it was like a phantom minnow and a phantom parrot, uh, and the parrot was riding at my back, uh, pretending it was a ship, uh, and I even started to notice that Pepper had, uh, like a pirate kind of outfit on, you know, and I said the whole Davy Jones thing, and I was trying to remember everything I could from the ride to, to keep, uh, and I said, GDK, I'll see you later, uh, I'll take, uh, um, you know, we're headed to Treasure Island. Ye, 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 you know, the whole. Sometimes I got stuff from the Goonies and uh, Treasure Island and Pirates of the Caribbean are mixed up. Yeah, but then we headed to the sort of. I just started heading towards the moon because that was the only thing. Because they said, I don't really know how to uh, get back uh, with someone riding on my back. Uh, and I said, Oh, the North Star is going to darn guide us. Uh, and then I noticed uh, some mist uh, to the you know to 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 the right of the moon and enveloping the moon, and Pepper and I hit and I said this is as thick as your BRP soup, uh, uh, and then Pepper was giving me advice you know about uh, you know finding a port in the storm and and uh, you know anchorage, and then I found the fog getting thicker and thicker. And actually, in some sense, it was a denser and denser. Like, it, it did become as thick as pea soup, and it was tiring. Uh, and I started to feel that I had to, like, shed even more and more of my Simon. 
Like at first, I guess it just kind of happened naturally. Like I said, okay, I'm like I'm sweating, and I said, but I'm a phantom minnow, and I felt felt myself more becoming a minnow and less of a, a former Earth resident. Uh, as I wriggled through, and I said, hold tight, meet mateys, uh, you know, there's seas about. I don't, I don't know. I didn't know all the, like, lines that, uh, that, that you know, that they would have. And, like, uh, I said, you know, the deck will pitch, you know, batten down the hatches. And then I kind of became even more like a, a minnow. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I don't like, a, but not a normal minnow. Like a minnow a flying, uh, like a minnow pretending to be a pirate ship with a parrot on its back. And what was strange was the more I became a, 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 like a minnow ship, uh, like uh, I started to feel, and I said to Pepper, you know, batting down the hatches, I felt the first Pepper's wings holding around. Uh, I guess I don't have a ne- just holding on to me like I was a horse or something. And then I started to notice what felt like fingertips instead of the wing. And so as more, the more I became the phantom minnow and the more I pressed on through the thickness of the fog. And I felt good, but it was like, and I swam. The more I felt uh, Pepper becoming like a person. And eventually what happened was I kept wriggling and wriggling and uh, becoming more and more minnow, like till I was in full minnow mode. Yeah, I think just my fish brain was in it working, and it broke through the fog. And there uh, below me, with it was still a full moon, was an island with a big, uh, like a uh, anchorage, like a big little bay, like right out of a movie. Like uh, it had three big hills waterfalls or things and i said okay and then i saw down there was a beach and there was a bonfire and so i made my way down there and i felt like a slow quiet breathing on my back so i knew pepper was asleep and eventually like i got down there and i stayed out of the a little bit of distance from the bonfire uh but i saw someone there uh and they, they were having, like, a pirate party, and uh, they were laughing and having fun. They clearly weren't real pirates, uh, uh, but they were clearly enjoying themselves. And uh, I got a little bit closer till I was just on the edge of the lake. Now, I was also still a minnow, so it's kind of, like, uh, tough to explain how you move, uh, just like a superhero, I guess they can transform from some, you know, I'm a phantom minnow. Yeah, but so then I uh, uh, got close to the edge of the light and I laid uh, uh, Pepper, who was now dressed as a pirate, uh, a pirateress, I'd say. And I laid her on the ground and just enough so that the the, the, the light was catching her shoulder in her uh whatever those hats they wear are called, pinafores. I don't know if that's what it is. And someone said, I've asked, uh, Métis, uh, we have another pirate. And I crept back, uh, and then I saw that they were overjoyed, and Pepper woke up, and she was overjoyed, and everyone was happy. 
And then I said, okay, like, uh, if this is a big farm, like, I'll just head back uh, to home. But then I said, well, I probably should update G and DK first, because, uh, you know, kind of like texting someone when you get somewhere. And I, I tried to transform back into Simon. I couldn't do it. I tried to just uh, summon up G and DK. Couldn't do it. Tried to go back uh, towards the moon and find the fog. And I couldn't do it, uh, Diane. And now it's been a few days. Uh, and I'm still in. I'm just, I mean, I guess it's good. I just got to figure out, you know, I just want to check in with G and DK and get back and see them. You know, I miss them a bit. Uh, and I can sense them. So I know everything's cool. Uh, but yeah, that's it. I'm going to go take a rest, is what I'm going to do, Diane, and then try to figure this out. Uh, Getting a hold of G and DK, okay? Uh, thanks, Diane, and good night.